Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 773 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live, Taser Edition. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by Ben Funky Askren, JD Raider, and the biggest question, the hot thing up for debate, the thing everyone wants to know is who will actually get the honors of tasing Ben? And Ben is trying to offer up his own ideas, which you don't often in these scenarios get to choose who tases you <laughs> yes like i'm a prisoner hey seven seven three chicago i knew i knew this area code shy town thank you yes. you know i've never really spent any meaningful time in, in actually in chicago i've been through the airport nice. a thousand times and been to the midlands which is not really in chicago not in chicago i hope to go it's uh once once things get more normalish maybe we'll go there um i think they, i think they dropped all the requirements i believe Wonderful. 773. Oh. Shout out to all the. So listen, Chicago I said Mark Bader should tase me because I did, you know, I, I want to bet now you got to shave his head many, many years ago. This mm-hmm. was uh Quentin Wright bet. So that was, I don't know, 2013 ish, yeah. uh, yep. a while ago. Um, so I thought it was only, uh, you know, honorable to give him that opportunity to get me back. It would be fitting. It would be fitting. There, there are a lot of people in, in line, though. You know, someone. I mean, the other thing, you could offer it up as a. Charity raffle or something. Honestly, what if we tied this into Final X, uh, beat the streets? You know, it's an it's an auction item. You know, ah. this could it could be a long line. It could it could be could freaking. Be long. No, I'm not gonna taste more than once. It's like, like a, it's like a, a long, uh, no, it's like a dunk tank. You gotta <laughs> dunk tank. Everybody who pays the toll. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's a long line of people who are interested in it, but that only can be yeah. one. Only one auction winner. You um, need a lot of Bitcoin to to win that that auction. Yeah. For sure, or actual spendable money, whatever you want. Uh, you know, we we won't turn down any any forms of currency. Uh, so yeah, you know, it'll be interesting. At some point, you'll get tased. I think Bader would be uh, fun because I know one thing. I know with Bader, even though he's your friend, he wouldn't just give you a little. Bzz, he would make it count. <laughs> 
my wife's wondering if uh she's like is there any way you could like die from this or because your issues i said listen i'm a man of my word i don't really give a damn at this point i said i was gonna get tased i'm gonna get tased i'm prepared man. to die wow he's prepared to die for his uh for uh for his white for my honor time. for my honor i'll die for my honor yes all right this is it's like a scene from gladiator but for much uh <laughs> Less important reasons. A lot of things to get to. A lot of little smaller items. One, Roman Bravo Young loves to tease the man uh, early no. on. We ain't so, getting a straight answer out of him forever. Yeah. No, he's going to milk this all summer. Oh, he's going to love it. Him and Gable love this game, and they're, and they're buddies. So he says, what should, our, what should be next for RBY? MMA? Freestyle? PSU for one more? So that's... Uh, the freestyle no. thing doesn't make any sense to me. Let's, no. let's do this, RBY. You're going to fight or you're going to wrestle Penn State for another year. Those are your real options. Freestyle, this is not a good option. I don't like this one it's at all. It's a great option. Great. <laughs> Why you say great? I love to watch him wrestle freestyle. Great for me. Why? Because I, like I like watching Roman wrestle. I'm not into it. I'm not you're into not it. You're not into it? Just, no. No. Because it's going to be like, oh, well, you wrestle freestyle for a year and then go fight? No. Like If you're going to fight, rip the bandaid off. Go fight. Otherwise, go wrestle Penn State for one more year and, you know, help them do their thing. I think it ends up being Penn State for a year, a little freestyle, and then MMA. What's next year, 2023? So I guess it would be just a year to the Olympics. If, the thing um, is, he can't make But 57. can he make 57? No. no. I mean, maybe scientifically it's possible. If he does, like, the Coleman Scott diet for, like, <laughs> 18 months straight insanity. Coleman was state before weigh-ins, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Last, That's not going to uh, be so good for him. Last vestige of... Yeah, I forgot the day before. So, two... Yeah, double so... Day up. No, not possible. So, now I'm all the way out on him freestyling. Just go fight. Who are be some great the... 135 Of recent memory, who are some of the great folk-style wrestlers who had no ambitions in freestyle? Mm-hmm. Like a like a Chris Perry, who I feel like did he even? Yeah, he did for a little bit. Did he? A little bit. Yeah, I feel like everyone's done it for a little. Maybe, maybe Mark Perry's the only guy who I can't recall doing any free, like none, none at all. When he was done, he was done. Uh, Chaddy Hendricks didn't do any either because he went right to fighting, and so did Jerry mm-hmm. Rochelle. But those are all now we're talking, you know, it's what fourteen years ago or whatever. Yeah, very good question from JD Cole Conrad. Uh, well, but no, even he did Cole a little. Cole Conrad was on freestyle and yeah, Greco. he did a little. Yeah. Uh, man, oh. it's not a long list. Like who who's won NCAs and didn't give it a shot? Morgan McIntosh, he never won, but uh, he was an elite though. I mean, we're talking really elite. Um, yeah, because even like a Chris Perry wrestled for a little bit, and Ruth Kyle wrestled for Snyder. a little bit, and then made a transition. What he beat Kyle Snyder. He's still talking about McIntosh. Yeah, he didn't win a title. I don't. Did he make the finals? McIntosh? Yes, yes, he made the finals. He lost to Jaden Michael Tabori Cox. Oh yeah, I recall Would that. Would you consider um, like a a Kemmer Marinelli Hydley elite? Maybe Kemmer. Kemmer, yeah, Hydley. I mean, Hydley did last year. He he actually took Jordan. He's done I, I know, but he yeah. said he's done. Yeah, he's done. We'll see if that what sticks. Do you do? What does he but... want to do with his life? Does he want to fight people? Does he want to go get a job? Mm. He seems like he'd be a good coach. I think he wants to. I think he literally is already hired as a coach. Uh, what do you mean? His title Where? is not. Hold on. He uh, Hayden. Yeah. Uh, I did not see this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. He has oh. a title that's not like coach, but it literally describes coach. Hold on. Let me news, news to me also. Breaking news. news. 
Extremely excited to announce uh, five-time All-American Hayden Hiley will remain in Raleigh and work with Pack Wrestle as a student-athlete development coordinator. Okay. So is that like a... That actually sounds like a job within the athletic department of some sort. Yes. Yeah, but then he quote tweets it and said, Extremely honored to start my coaching career developing athletes for Pack Wrestle. I'll be learning mm. under some of the best leaders in the entire country and mentoring an incredibly talented wave of NC State wrestling. Signed, Coach HH. Okay, I didn't even when I said I thought he'd be a good yeah. coach. I didn't even see this. So. That's that's a very strange title for a coach. Whatever, because, whatever that title was. Yeah, because developing a student athlete is coaching. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. you know, Pat Pop doesn't get approved for another assistant. So uh, we'll just give it a different name. Creates for a coach. job. <laughs> I love it. It does sound like something in the athletic department where. He's maybe working with other athletes, but then when he says he's going to coach wrestling, then there's not really yeah, much Yeah, it's kind of it. like he's in the room every day working out, yeah. traveling with the wrestling team, but yeah. he occasionally works with other athletes. It's so funny. The other day I'm just scrolling Twitter, and you know how you see who likes tweets? Mm-hmm. I just see Hayden Hiley liked Hulk Hogan's tweet. That was just HH. H-H. I see that. <laughs> nice. And then he, he quote tweeted it. How about I actually that? never got I, I I never get into looking at I've never looked at other people's likes. Uh so that is Well, like, I didn't look at it. It just sometimes pops it, up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got In the it. feed. It's like thank you Twitter. I appreciate this. So Co- throwing this at yeah. me. So coach HH is among the the better guys is not um Man, everyone gives it gives it a shot for a little bit and then That's what I feel um, like. Darian Caldwell, but he sort of injuries. He was injured and went right to fighting, and he did wrestle freestyle prior to being done with his collegiate career. Well, so did RBY. He did juniors in 2019. I thought RBY, that was, was 2019 before he started college? Mm, no. No. That no, was, it was after his, his freshman year. Yeah, because he lost a. Oh my he God, got pinned by Gabe Tag. That was when I thought, oh my God, is RBY not very good? Because he lost to Gabe Tag like twice, right? It yes. was best two out of three. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I was so shocked by that. I would have got if you. I would have got tased on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been a taser bet. Yeah, that would have been a taser bet for sure. Wish there was a quick Crazy. list of like all the NCAA champions of the last like ten years, and we right. could look a little Read closer. Them. But I'm sure there is somewhere on the interwebs. You can't find it. Maybe we will one day. Uh, dare to dare to dream. I say. No, it's a lot of the team results and stuff like that. We just need a nice, clean list. Steve Luke. Whatever happened to Steve Luke? What did happen to Steve Luke? He was good. Oh, Raymond almost beat him. It was so painful. Raymond lost in double sudden victory overtime. Uh, Yeah, that was so close. Uh, Oh, man. I don't know what Steve Luke's doing. Yeah. He's a Michigan man. He's probably making some good money. Maybe like an investment banker, doctor, something to that effect. Yeah, I'll, uh, speaking of doctors, uh, Eric Eric Tannenbaum, that was his name, right? The guy yeah, that, oh, yeah. He was good, but he went straight to doctor things. But he never won a Doctor title man. either. Never won a title. All right, so they all try it. That's what we learned. Yeah. So for how much we've said, oh, MMA takes our guys, eh, sort, they do, sort of do. But MMA sort of... really hasn't? No, not a lot <laughs> since 2000, like 2008, that my class, when we all left. Um, cause there was no money in wrestling. A lot of us left. And then after that, it, as far as really elite guys, it's kind of been the next tier down of guys who would, you know, make teams and stuff like that. I mean, Ed Ruth is, I think Ed Ruth may be the only guy who made a team who then went and, re- and fought. 
Like, remember, he made a team in 14, and yeah, then yeah. 15 mm-hmm. lost to, uh, 15 Herbert made the team, and then 16 yep. Jaden, and then he transitioned. So he really Correct, yeah. had sort of three years in there, although he was sort of a little between both worlds. I out. think he may have yeah. been signed by Bellator at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I guess you could say Pico never made a team, but we thought he was going to be really elite, and they took him. Um, but besides that, yeah, it is that like next tier of like middle tier All American, really good wrestler, but not a guy who's challenging for the senior world team. Right, um, Lawrence Mantooth. Do you remember what he did? <laughs> I'm just scrolling. You're through. all over the place this morning, Christian. Usually, you're way more focused. Well, got I'm you. looking at JD's screen, and he's looked. At, I don't know what he's looking up. This is a multiple time national champion. Yeah, and as we all know, in uh, 1929, 1930, Lawrence Mantooth won. Uh, a is this a real name? Are they because Dorothy Mantooth, I believe, is uh, was what, his mother. What movie is that from? Uh, Anchorman. Well, she's a Anchorman, saint. So thank you. She's a the saint. son of a saint. <laughs> Such a good movie. I bet Kyle Klingman could give us at least one fact about Lawrence Mantooth if we called him up. <laughs> Lawrence Mantooth. Okay. Oh, man. So that was from RBY to Lawrence Mantooth. That's a very uh, FRL progression there. Very. Euros is happening, and these uh, these Team yeah. 100 savages, they go straight from from Detroit to yep. Euros, and Miles Amin won freaking Euros two weeks after NCAAs. That's pretty nuts. Uh, and his bracket was not. pretty nuts. The turnaround, impressive. Yeah. And I, although I guess uh, when you think about it, all our guys last year did the same thing from NCAAs to Olympic trials. They did. So I guess there's some there. Of course, uh, there was one more week in there. There was three weeks. I believe so. Yeah. Last this, year. Yeah. Because yeah, it was yeah, in it was April. Right. Yeah. Like the first weekend in April. Yeah. <clears throat> so the probably so we already talked about the Musakai of uh, match. We won't bring that up for because giggling Ben Askren will. Uh, Oh my god, that was be so too distracted. Funny. It was funny. Who grabs a man by the balls and pulls him in? Uh I can't remember. Wow. So, so someone made the joke, uh, did Hot G think it was zero to zero and had to go to the ball draw? Oh gosh. <laughs> I always thought that that was a good joke. That's not uh, bad. 20, 2013 callback. Uh, I was Caleb and I were watching matches yesterday and I guess I haven't shown him many of the old era ones, but we were watching Burroughs Sargush one in 2011, and it was it was very confusing for him. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I actually forgot about this. Um, and then remembering yeah. it, that, that rule set was something else. Pretty, <laughs> it was something else. Something oh my gosh. Horror movie. Okay, so other notable things from. Sorry, uh, Brady Flinchball <laughs> brought up a good one in the chat. Who? Kassar. Well, Kassar tried, but his his shoulder. I don't think he did. He did he ever actually compete? Yeah, he went. Remember, his shoulder came out against. He Don was Bradley. on the junior world team. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was at the senior world, our senior uh, national championships. At uh, it was at Fort Worth Olympic Trials qualifier, where he, his shoulder came out. I think that's mm-hmm. the last time we saw him wrestle. Yeah. So, he uh, yeah, he, he was going to. He's kind of the one. And Bo Nickel, you know, he did, he tried twice. He made Final X after he graduated and then tried to make the Olympic team, lost to David, and now is transitioning to MMA. Don't expect to see him anytime soon, unfortunately. 
So he would probably be the best example of someone that really didn't give it the full on, like give it one shot one year and then. Vincenzo did that too. <clears throat> yeah, Vincenzo. Oh, but yeah. But I mean, Bo really tried to make it. Bo really tried. He really tried. He made the finals. Yes. He spanked a man several times. What? He spanked Sahid like yes, six he times. Did. It was. Do you un- remember? It that? was uncalled for. <laughs> he kept spanking. Do you not remember this, Ben? No, I'm I'm blanking. At the Olympic trials, Bo Nickel spanked a man for five to six seconds after he beat Sahid. Sahid was six like. Seconds. We gotta find it. We can't it's, play it. We will go to jail. But NBC can, nukes those too. So NBC, yeah, NBC does not like you to be able to watch wrestling matches. Uh, they don't like tough wrestling, and maybe they just don't like spanking. But Bo Nickel spanked Sahid Valencia for quite hey, some time. You know what I'm doing over here though? While you're talking about spanking, <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> No, I'm uh, You're cracking yourself up today, Ben. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm making funny jokes. Hey, uh, what's, yourself that, what's full the budget door? for the Airbnb? So I'm just I'm trying to get you an Airbnb so you ain't gotta stay in the hood. Shout out. Where at though? Tulsa. That's where the NCAs is. You're already looking. Yes, I'm trying to help you guys. You guys can hey, set up a nice studio. I was okay. We can do. FRL I wasn't in there. I wasn't in this disastrous Airbnb. Someone got a hotel in Canada. Uh, who was that? Someone at Nobody did. We just no. Someone someone accidentally did, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is in Canada." Well, I almost uh, did. No, someone actually did. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no large Airbnbs downtown. That's really unfortunate. I want to stay in the country. Well, I mean, just for you know, it would be much easier if you could just walk to the venue. That would be way simple. Uh, you know, set up, record FRL, then go walk to the venue. Uh, that would be outstanding. Yes. Okay. Hey, we we found it. Uh, I just had to search the name in Russian. That's all. Are you serious? Yeah. Look at it. it's a Russian account. Oh my gosh! You got to send this to Ben and let him watch it, and then he you will have a you will have a take on this, Ben. How is uh, that is so annoying that um, NBC bottles up our Olympic trials matches and we can never watch them again? It's really so stupid. Yep. All right. You send it to me. Where are you yep. sending it? Three three good spanks. Yep, they're coming. Where's it at? I'm I'm texting. It's incoming. Incoming. All right. Maybe he was tapping out. You'll see. You'll know. There's there's no mistaking these spanks. So a crazy match happened. Frank Chimizo lost in sort of Chimizo-y fashion. Chimizo against Sal Kazanov. Sal Kazanov is big sulk, a beast who. Beat Chimizo and who's a good rush? Zamalov at Euros in 2021. Yeah, We're like, who the heck is this guy? And then, for the record, he is Ossetian. He is not Slovakian. Slovakian. Surprise, surprise. So Chimizo starts this thing with a beautiful four. Uh, you'll see okay. it here, Ben. Watch it on your okay. screen. Salkazana pressure in, and Chimizo was using the edge the whole time. Boom! Oh! Throws him right to his back. Very Boom. nice. Little wizard kick for four. So that's how it starts. And then he gets another one off a. I think they challenged this for some odd yes. reason. Oh, because he nearly stepped out, but he didn't. He kept the heel in. So it's 5 0 Chimizo. So you say, okay, Chimizo will win this because he's so hard to score on. And then he might let him come back. Yeah. And I even predicted a couple minutes in, I was like, he's going to win five five breaker to you. It's going to be ugly, but he's going to win. And it basically was transpiring exactly as I thought until the very end, which gets crazy. 
where Salkazanov with seven seconds left gets his step out to make it 5-5. He's losing. So he gets this the one to make it 5-5. Seven seconds left. So hey, all they could almost al- called they could have almost called that one too. Or they, or they could have gone caution and one. Yeah. I, you know one. what? I kind of love the caution one, but I kind of also hated it. Can we pause it real quick? So yeah. make one point. All right. I kind of love the caution one, but I kind of hate it also because there's going to be so many coaches who are arguing for caution one when it totally shouldn't be caution one just because they're needy and they need another, another point. You know? Yeah. It's going to be so annoying. Yeah. The step out uh, instances are the. Uh, when I say step out, I mean like the push out when you're like in when you're tied up and the guy kind of mm-hmm. backs out is is one where I think it's gonna you're gonna have the most problems. I think if you're on a yeah. single leg and the guy's kicking out of bounds, that should be the automatic one plus when one. they when they evade. Yes, when yeah. they're trying to get uh, when they're trying so hard to avoid the takedown that they're kicking out of bounds, out of bounds. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. So great. yeah, it's gonna be great. But then we have the restart. Uh, we can get to the restart oh, at seven oh, after oh, he gets okay. the one. So it's Jeez. five five. All Chimizo has to do is not give up a point here. Um, how how much time is on the clock? Seven seconds. Like seconds. Seven. Seven. Okay. And Salkazanov immediately gets to the underhook, stepping around, single. Dude, leg. that was seven seconds. They didn't start the clock. They pulled one. They of those did. Zero you can moves. see it in the corner. What are you talking Bro, about? Bro, that man? clock was not started. Let me count. I'll count. Watch. Ready? One, no. one thousand, two, one thousand, You're not, three, one thousand, count- four, <laughs> one thousand, five, one thousand, six, one thousand, seven, one thousand. Done. You were on he, six. He got it when They're you cheating. were still counting. And then we got to watch the coaches celebration. <sighs> the coaches freak out. Watch this. You need to do this if your guy wins Fargo. <laughs> what is that move? What, who's this? On, who's on his shirt? I don't know. Uh, I think he's pumped about who's ever on his shirt. Sarkozanov. Oh, it's his own guy on the shirt. What a legend. Putin? Oh, no, that's a big... That looks like a bigger man. I don't know. Maybe that's the Iron Sheik. It's not the Iron Sheik. And it's not Putin. Okay. What country is Look that at again? this guy. Slovakia. What is he doing? Slovakia, yeah. Probably not Do you know Iron nothing? So I actually the, don't know much about Slovakia. What do you know about Slovakia? You know what? Their I, best wrestlers are Arsetian. Because if their coach moved there, <laughs> I wish I wish Spay were here. He would be able to give us uh, the whole rundown. In a landlocked country in Central Europe, bordered by Poland to the north, Ukraine to the east, Hungary to the south, and Austria to the southwest. Whew. You know what the capital is? Oh, this is actually a movie. I don't recall which one. Bratislava. Bratislava, Slovakia. There it is. Okay, <laughs> so Farrell's coming up. A couple weights of note. It's not exactly loaded. Loaded. Um, I just want to say, Chimizo didn't Iowa try that steal... match. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. count. He he nixed him at close that one. Steal uh, the Farrell from New York though, because Farrell was always in New York. It was. I mean, it is not now. I'm not sure that would be a USA wrestling question. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm not sure what the reasons were, but that's where it is. Uh, the biggest, uh, the most loaded weight is probably 70 kilograms, Pantaleo, Berger, Ashnault, and Mahler. This is all happening alongside the folk-style nationals. Oh, yeah. Slash... I'll be there. Are you going to be there? Yes, sir. How many How many, uh, How many? many guys the uh, a lot. AWA crew send? A lot? A lot, yeah. Uh, there's a, we got a decent crew not going because they're going to um, the journeyman thing next weekend. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, you guys are covering that one, right? Yes. The international thing. So, yes. uh, yeah, we had, I don't know. I think we'll have a lot. I'm trying to see if it's got, yeah, there's 
unfortunately you can't see how many on our team are going i'll tell you next tuesday okay well best of luck to you mike mal will be there right working and coaching on the ground so will andy and kyle andy and kyle we got a got a good crew there mm-hmm. okay looking and forward to that li- it is live on flow correct correct amundo oh yeah so, tell your friends all right, next up, uh, Seth Groves is going to take on Tyler Ga- Graff, likely at 61. Or DeShazer. Or DeShazer, lest we forget. DeShazer needs to fight because he loves oh, punching people. He likes, yeah, he likes to. Like, the, what's he doing with his life at this point? Whoa. You know what? Will Smith. He is. He straight smacks people in the face. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to say anything the about Fighting is highly encouraged. In wrestling, you literally give up penalty points. It made the Diaz brothers some of the most famous fighters out there. They just slap people in the face. Why do they do that, though? What is the point? I don't. They're from Stockton. You wouldn't get it. I think it's funny. I think it's just funny. Would you have have wanted to fight uh, Nate? Oh, yeah. I was trying to. You think that's a good fight for you? Absolutely. Is it too late? Uh, Probably too late. (laughs) Dang it. Has anyone? Hey, since your since your uh, your well, boxing hi. debut and and subsequent retirement, has anyone reached out to you about uh, any sort of fighting or whatever opportunities? What do you mean? Well, like, has anyone been like? Well, like, obviously the Triller people called you were like, "Hey, do you want to box Jake Paul?" Yeah. Has, since then, sure. has anyone been like, "Hey, do you want to uh, arm well, wrestle?" Well, I still am under contract top? by the UFC. I'm under contract by the UFC, obviously. Um. Because those don't go away when you retire. It just it gets frozen, right? So if I were to ever say I want to fight again, I would be, bad. you know, that's where I'd be fighting. Oh. Uh, so no, I don't really think of any other opportunities. No one's hitting you up. I don't think so. Would you arm wrestle Carrot Top? That was my idea. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? Sounds like fun. <laughs> All right. Hey, my idea. I I don't I don't need any money for this. I'm, I'm happy to contribute. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to mention, mention Bill Farrell is important because it qualifies people for world team trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, the process, some people don't know. It can be kind of tricky, but you have to qualify for world team trials. And the highest place winner at this event qualifies for world team trials. Meaning... Um, That's normally first place. Yes, but if somebody is at that weight who's but. already qualified and wins... Sometimes they do not like steal a spot. It just goes to the next person. Exactly. Nice. So starting to fill out the uh, world team trials, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, final X, the, the maybe take a weight per show and just talk about who's qualified, who's not qualified, well, what what that process will look like. Can I ask a question here? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this other night. I meant to, actually meant to text you guys. Uh, there's obviously, there is no trials then, right? What do you mean? Yeah. Because the open is April 25, 26 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And the final X is June 3 through 8. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, oh my God, like there's no time for a trials. Yeah, May 21st and 22nd. Dude, that is such a fast turnaround then to final X. It is. Oh my gosh. That's like a really, like. I guess I guess it only will affect a few people because there's a lot of people already pre-qualified for Final X, one per weight. Um, but man, that's a, a really jam-packed window if you're going U.S. Open, essentially three weeks later, um, a World Trials, and then uh, potentially two weeks later, maybe two and a half weeks later, a Final X. 
True. And a lot of the, there's a lot of people already qualified because of NCAA's or previous world team or Olympic trials. Like Oh, for guy, trials. For, yeah, for trials. So you wouldn't have to do the uh, Open if you're qualified for trials. Uh, so it's really just a lot, a lot of the uh, affected would be just the people that are doing trials and final X. That'll be most, most of the people's quick turnaround. Um, but there will be some for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess then, then uh, I just watched a spanking incident. That was a uh, Bo Nickel. You're a bully, man. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do if a man spanks you three times after he beats you? What do you do? I would just, I leave my damn shoes on the mat. That's it. You just call it a career. I leave them. You get spanked. I'm like, if they can spank me, I retire. I'm done. <laughs> Dang. Well, that would stink. Um, I'm glad that hey, he doesn't uh, have the same mentality. I mean, they might get one in, but once they get that one in, I'm moving. I'm not getting yeah. three times in a row. You're, no you're moving the butt. You're, you got to get it out of the way, out of the spank zone. Get, yes. Um, hey, so that means then the U.S. Open field's probably going to be pretty thin, right? I don't know. I mean, it, it could be something where you see it. A lot of college guys going that didn't qualify via NCAAs or just a place to get matches. I think there's, I think it's probably pretty deep. Uh, but okay. as I mentioned, just for example, 57, you think of the big dogs at 57. Thomas Gilman already qualified. He's in Final X if he accepts. He's in Final X. Vito, mm -hmm. Nick Suriano, Zane Richards, Pat Glory, Nathan Tomasello. All these guys are already qualified. So who are the, so then who then are the big guns that are not qualified at 57? Yeah. Right, so U.S. It's Open, a lot. U.S. Open doesn't have a ton of uh, guys who have to go to qualify. So I don't. Yeah. So in that way, so it may what, not where have would the most... you be? Where would you be on this, Christian? Like, I mean, because I feel like that. I feel like two events. Um, so essentially, you're having three events now, uh, and when they're jam packed into such a, a short window, I think a lot of the guys are less likely to compete in the first one, which meaning it's going to be very watered down and thin. Um, and so, if if you obviously if you took away the second one, the open, then everyone's got to go to the uh, the start of the trials. Then everyone's got to go to the open, the first one, and it makes that one really deep and really hard. And so, um, probably better. I don't know. What do you think? Like, what's your thought process on that? Well, I like uh, one thing. I do sort of miss the idea of the non-final X weights, where if you win the open, you're automatically into final X. I really like that. I thought that was cool. Um, and then if oh you wait so that's not happening no not happening oh so so then it will affect two per weight so there will be so essentially the fine so then there won't be a finals at the trials so the finals of the trials will just move to final x yes Ooh, that's not ideal because then we don't have a conclusion to the trials you know we feel like i guess who knows maybe we stay excited about it i guess in that weight class yeah so it'll be it, it for some of those weights that's how it'll play out interesting um, yeah i like i like the import of of the U.S. Open, and then it really it just made all the events, um, incredibly important, right? If you get that sure. the final X spots on the line at the Open, that's great. Of course, for for a weight like fifty seven, it wouldn't be on the line because it's already, um, but then they the way they would do it is I think you would get a buy to the World Team Trials Finals Challenge Tournament if that weight was already final X qualified. So there's there's a ton of reasons mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah, but they're they're not doing that this year for, for whatever reason, which I, uh, I will miss that because I think it's gonna it is gonna hurt the open. Yeah, with that, it's like mm -hmm. you take like seventy kilograms. Yeah, what's the real I, benefit I, if you're qualified? Yeah, I mean I I don't know about you, but yeah, sometimes when um 
when I see those weight classes and they're just like, they're not deep. It's, I don't I have a hard time getting excited about watching the weight class because they're just, they're so thin, you know, and it's like, eh, you know, there'll be a couple of good matches, but a lot of them are like, eh, it's not, not such a great match. Yeah. So we'll I see. I guess is, so then when the junior trials then is a different time also then, right? Cause then, so the, the junior open is in Vegas and mm-hmm. the junior trials is later in Ohio. Uh, Ohio. I am blanking on the exact date. In May? I think so. It's the uh, same as U23s. Late late May, I think. Got it. Yes, indeed. So that's a, a little bit of that. Talking about 57, uh, I'm curious for some additional names here. But here's who's in, already in uh, either Final X or World, t- World Team Trials. Gilman, Vito, Nato, Nick Soriano, Pat Glory, Zane Richards. Who are some other potential 57-kilogram contenders you could see coming through the open trials? None. There's no other people. Well, because Bix has moved up. Gross right. has moved up. Um, Who would you say has moved up? Oh, Gross. Fix. Fix, fix and Gross. Mm-hmm. Have both well, moved up. Lee takes some vitamins and gets out there. No. Spencer Lee's not healthy. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's tough to see anyone Ooh. coming through there. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know. Um, is there any who was on the junior world team? I mean, there was like Drake Ayala and Richie Figueroa. I don't think so. I mean, maybe Richie Fix can get in there and scrap a little bit. It'd be interesting. I I could see him taking a match from one of these guys. Like, how does Pat Glory versus uh, Richie Figueroa fun. go in freestyle? I bet it's a fun match. I'd probably favor it, Glory. Does Cordy do much freestyle? Because he, I don't want to say he's majority neutral, but his best position is very clearly neutral. He's done a ton. He's, he's made uh, a couple trials finals. He lost to, I think he's lost to Dayton a few times, actually, at, at the trials. Okay. Um, so so maybe yeah, maybe he's, he's in there. He would be an interesting interesting wrinkle there. He's pretty, mm-hmm. yeah. He's good at neutral. He's good size for the weight. Like the right Junior size. trials, June three in Ohio. I just got a message from uh, Mr. Scott Cleaver himself. June three, same day as Final X. Perfect. That's kind of wait, not great planning. <laughs> yeah. Who put those on the same date? JD. That was JD's idea. Wait, aren't you aren't you guys covering both events? Yeah. <laughs> not to put you on the spot here, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be stretched a little thinner, but it's okay. No one cares. <laughs> so yeah, fifty-seven. It's tough to see now. What What'll be interesting is very tough. Will we get a declaration? I mean, are, we should set a date. Okay, so World Team Trials are on May twentieth, twenty-first, and twenty-second. Okay. When do you think we'll know if Nick Soriano's competing in that at fifty-seven? Uh, May nineteenth. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. We don't even know where he's going to train. How does this guy keep questions about him every step of the way? He's great. I don't know how he does it, but he's done it. Uh, done it again. It would be cool if we had a little lead up there. But I don't see him going back up oh. to 61. I think 57 is is much better for him. I think so. He looked at – it's it's a funny thing because obviously the cut for him is not easy, but he did not look – large for the weight in my opinion like compared he did to not no compared to glory compared to sam latona no he didn't look that i big. mean he looks significant i mean obviously latona is like probably the biggest 25 in the bracket but he looks su- substantially smaller than him and freaking soriano is won a won a title 33 which 
Someone asked, has anyone ever won a title and then went down a weight and won a title? And and different colleges also, because I don't think I mean, I, I to your first question, I, I'm not sure I can't think of anyone offhand. Um, and then to your then to add to that, he also changed colleges. Well, you know who almost did, but didn't is uh, Mark Perry Jr. Because he made uh, he didn't almost win, but he he got he placed high. high. Roll, Christian. He placed. He high. realized he didn't have a chance, so he went back down, son. You you <laughs> ducked you ducked him at NCAs that year. Ducked him. This dude sat on the bench. Don't even get me started. That's that's sixteen years ago. But we had the chance to wrestle. He said he he. I'm talking about let go bygones be bygones. He said some things in an interview to Win Magazine, and then we wrestled Iowa at the national duels. And this man sat on the bench. I was heated about it because here's the great thing about combat sports: when you say some things, you get to then shake hands and then get it on. And he didn't come on and get it on. What did he say in Win Magazine? We need to pull these quotes. He said he was the best scrambler in the country at that weight class. Oh, and uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe disagree. it wasn't Win Magazine. It was definitely somewhere because I I was like, okay, well you're gonna say these things. Let's get it on. Yeah, maybe he was injured. You know, he struggled with injuries at, at different points. But he had a he had my point being he had high performance at one weight and then went down and then won the other weight. But he did not win. But that may be the among the closer examples. Also, also his brother did the same thing except he was round to twelve yeah. and then would go on to win. So these Perrys, they like to start a little bigger and, and slowly over the course of years. They love cutting weight. Well, well he did not. start at 65 because remember his first year he he beat Troy Letters at 65 he got second. and then came up and then went back down. Yep. Yeah, so 65, 74, 65, 65. Yeah. Yeah, I can't yep. think of other examples. So, yeah, I think Suriano has got to be the only person that's that's done that. And the fact that his titles were actually, what, three years apart? Yeah. Because, so he went down three years later and won a title. A weight, a weight below. Pretty interesting. The legend continues to grow. He grows and grows as he shrinks, <laughs> ironically. Hey, but, Scott Cleaver has another good comment. He, he did tell us the date of uh, the tournament. He's also saying, uh, is Nick Scherner going to bring a red blue singlet? <laughs> we we have to think so. I feel like now that, uh, you know, at Cl- Cliff King... They'll they'll make sure he's got a a, a singlet for each. For each, I kind of hope he doesn't. It's just like, nope. I'm just gonna wear this orange beat the streets one. That's right. And it can be red. This and is me. <laughs> he just wears a purple singlet, and it's just like, no, it works. He doesn't play by the rules. He does what he wants. Yeah. Oh my god. Then he beat Nashawn Garrett in his own singlet. My what gracious. What a legend. <laughs> that's like that's like when Kale beat Herbert, who was wearing his shoes. <laughs> Except he wasn't wearing Herbert's shoes. He was wearing Kale's shoes. So that actually makes yes. more sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's 57. We, it, it looks like it's going to be a, um, a Soriano veto. I don't th- see NATO going 57 personally. I saw him at Ballot the Ballpark. That does not look like a person that's going to be making 57 anytime soon. He looked big and strong. Like he could go yeah. 61, 65. Wouldn't surprise me. You're not giving Gloria a shot? I didn't. I said his name. Oh. I said it'll look like, it'll look, I think, similar to NCAAs with Glory, Vito, and Nick battling it out for the right to get to Gilman. I think the margins are narrower for, for Nick to make this, to make the team, than they were in freestyle because of Vito's freestyle prowess. 
Glory remains somewhat of a uh, not an unknown. He's wrestled a decent amount of freestyle, but his progression is certainly unknown. Like how much better he's gotten in that area. He's had mm -hmm. a pretty heavy. Folks, he has a folk style specific game on top. He's not gonna be able to ride Suriano. <laughs> he will not. It could, top stall lanes. It could still get spooky, but yeah, I, I would. The, the path for Glory to to navigate this is he needs Vito to beat Nick, and then he could maybe beat yeah. Vito in freestyle. I just think yeah. the Glory Nick Suriano match is not not a good one for him in freestyle. Agreed. We shall see. So fifty cent hey, will be uh, a fun weight. I like that you guys did some insanely early uh, 2022-23 rankings. You like them? Nice work, Andrew Spay. Yeah, Spay. You do a good job. Yeah. Good guy. Do you want to do... All right, so that's 57. If you don't know, we, we've put a, we got the final X process here. But basically, if you're not already qualified, which there's a number of ways you could be already qualified, you can go open to qualify for trials. Make the trials finals or, or Bill Farrell. Or Bill Farrell. Or last chance qualifier, which is I don't think there is a... I think there is. I'm pretty sure it's last chance qualifier. Yes, it's in Atlantic City on May thirteenth. Yes, that's right. Ooh. I forgot about that. Put your makeup on. Clothes are pretty. Okay. Uh so we'll see. We'll see for fifty seven. We'll talk about sixty one. I don't see that many less Chance qualifier will really be thin. It'll be year. thin. Yeah, especially so considering thin. you could just go to the open and knock it out there. There's not going to be the Shazer breaking his ankle and allowing Thomas Gilman to win. Oh, here we go. People forget what? he was up. Eight, people forget he was up eight to zero and then broke his ankle. He broke all right. right. His ankle. He got tired. Hey, Grant Willett is ranked number one in the country. That feels weird. That that's among the stranger feelings in my life. Um, <laughs> that is weird. Where's uh, is real weird. number two? Uh, Willits one, Matthews two, Woods three, Berglund. Which I thought Berglund was done. Four. Wait, Berglund is five, super Lewis done. Six. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's like he's on the list here. Hold on. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you're just reading our site. That's fine. This is live from. I mean, listen. Sometimes you guys have been purveyors of fake news. Maybe you're doing it again. I don't like know. Like, for example. The failing Flow Wrestling Times. The failing Flow Wrestling Times, yeah. No, he's One, got next year. Oh, he's back. Where do you go, Berglund? Oh. Quincy well, went Monday one, David Carr But he two. could if he wanted to. Who? Berglund. Oh, got it. Maybe he wants to get a job. Maybe. Mahler's going 49. You should tell Spay that, too. He's going 49. You guys have him 57. All right. We'll do oh, space! Space fired. He has two Crap. Missouri Tigers at the 157 rankings. Dang it, Spay! <laughs> Spay! Come on, man! All right. Wow. All right. You can't even hire Spay like we did Kozak after he was fired. Yeah, he's just here. <laughs> All right, let's pull in some questions, JD. All right, let's go. Ready to get into questions? Okay. Yeah. This is a, so we're you know we, I feel I know what I feel you're having that postseason dump right now Christian yeah. because you know we we were up we were up on a high for you know four five six weeks in a row leading into the season NCAA's done we don't got anything that important for like a little exhale relax. but we keep it we keep relax. going we don't stop we don't take two weeks off after NCAA's like Shane Sparks <laughs> <laughs> man where's this man. 
we're we're in the wrong department, JD. I know this man. Two weeks off after NCAA's, our work just picks up after NCAA's. Man, <laughs> we we need to start selling uh selling ads. All right, first question: What actually happens when Bergie goes to Penn State? Does he enroll in classes? Does he go to classes? Is he working Did he take toward... classes? That's a great question. He honestly. has to at least enroll. You got to enroll. Um, what he enrolled he probably in? Probably have to show up at any of the classes, though. He, he does not have to pass to... technically because he could just fail if he wanted to. Yeah. Because yeah. assuming he doesn't want to come back or he can't come back, he doesn't have to pass and them. He already but... had a job, so whatever. Yeah. Why not? Very Why horrible. Not? Okay, this person's asking about the uh, 16-team dual championship. We already have... Oh, I love this idea. Cool. No, Christian, this is great. This solves so many of our issues. Okay, solve. Go ahead. Well, our issue is duels are effing stupid. I almost swore that I didn't. Ha, caught myself. Ha. Duels are stupid because all these dudes sit people out on the bench because they know they don't care what their dual record is. But if we actually did where you had to get in a tournament, then people would care. I don't, however, know about the um, – I don't like the seven conference champions thing because obviously some of the conferences are really not good. I well, mean, they I each don't, get one. That's fair. I don't I – mean, yeah, I don't totally hate it, but it's not going to be representative of the top 16 teams. And likely, the SoCon champ will probably be ranked number 16 in this field and they get knocked out first. However, so kind of, eh. What? to counter your point, counter that would possibly prevent um, – very good teams sitting at specifically basically in the big 10 because oh. they go, Hey, I want to win. I need to win this duel so that I can get team into one. the tournament so that I can win a national team title. Yeah. I, I think you, I think honestly, I think people would get really, really excited about this. Um, I don't like taking the night. I don't like taking, taking the national title and the team scoring away from the individuals. I'm not a fan of that. I want to do both. I'm greedy. I want both of them. Let's do both of them. And this would be – Christian, you know how much fun this would be if duels mattered during the season and people actually cared about winning? And then we got to have a 16-team field. And I think you do it like – I think you do it kind of like basketball. You go four fours. So you do, you know, two duels, a Friday and a Sunday. You're down to four teams. You do the national finals, uh, you know, a Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Sunday, something to that effect. Dude, this would be a really big deal. People would get really excited about this. It would be big. I'm telling you right now that if you still do crown and team title at the individual tournament, that will still just matter significantly more than the dual. I, I think we're getting still to care, the point, but it it, it will yeah. not hold the same weight. The wrestling ecosystem is significantly different than it was. Even five years ago, you know, when they, they, they tried and failed to kind of at a few different um, attempts at the national duel type mm -hmm. things. Um, obviously, what would hold the most weight is if the NCAA sanctioned a dual champion. Um, that would be really great, right? That would definitely absolutely change it. Um, that being said, if Flow or some some other prestigious uh, entity decided to, to do this, um, I think it could definitely matter. Um, expect, I mean, you know, I, the other thing I'm a fan of, which I think could make this matter too, is like the two season thing, right? Where you do, um, the duels in the beginning, um, and then you take a, a, you know, a week or two break and then you do the tournament thing, you know, the individual, like, I, I think that would be great. Do a four month season, do eight weeks and eight weeks or something to that effect and, and call it a day. 
I think you're nuts if you think just because they they crown a uh, tournament champ that people wouldn't be like super fired up about this. I no, think... Obviously, people would be super fired up, but it, it. What do you What do you mean, Christian? Uh, sorry, I, I guess what part of what I said? Or you mean if the, if the NCAA doesn't sanction it? No, I'm saying if the uh, if well, there's either. still a team title attached to the individual tournament, people would still care about the dual champion. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm I saying agree. they would, but they would care yes, the most. They, they would care the I don't think they it takes the most. one iota. Uh, oh, it takes a lot of iota no, away. No, absolutely. Iotas. Wait, wait. People, I'm sorry. Sorry. What is your point? Say one again, Christian. I don't care if they still declare a team champion at the in- individual. I think it has zero impact on the level of interest in a dual championship. I think the fans would be just as excited about it if it was an NCA sanctioned. No, dual champion. It puts Correct. so much it, more on it. NCA sanction. If it's NCA sanction, but NCAA if sanction. if not, the coaches are going to withhold their excitement, which will then make the duels not as good, which will then affect the fan excitement. You're telling me you get one opportunity to win the team NCA title versus two, and you think that takes a, it wouldn't take away from it? It absolutely takes away from it. No. Yes, it does. I, I disagree. I disagree, JD. Yeah, I, disagree I think people strongly. get excited about both of them. I think Absolutely. people get really people excited. People will obviously about get them. very excited, but the the it still it just matters so much more when there's only one opportunity and this I, is it. I, no one I cares disagree. about the team. I, I'm, I mean, I'm on team Christian on this one. Yeah, I yeah. think people are gonna be super pumped about both of them. But I mean the, the the challenge in the current structure of the season is this. The Big Ten duels are at the latter portion, right? So mid-January to the uh, roughly the end of February. Um, so you're not going to determine a dual champion until roughly that date. Um, so then how would you then host, uh, you know, like a regional and a national or whatever you want to call them final for the duels? Because they're not going to want to do it that close. So the ideal time to do this would be, um, and this is this is go, go back to the split season, be like sometime in January. So then you host... Um, the duels and say December, December, right, is your duels, dual schedule. And then you have your tournament set for early to mid-January. And then you flow after that into your tournaments, which then leads into the NCAs. Yeah, I, I think it would be absolutely huge. I don't think uh, – I don't – well, here's the thing. I don't think it takes any luster off of the individual tournament whatsoever. I think people will Agreed. be – I think it will have just the same amount of fanfare, just the same amount of excitement. That I agree with. Um, and listen, when Penn State won their the team title officially, no, there's like basically no one there. I mean, it was like a completely empty Saturday morning yeah. session. That's not what people are getting fired up about. They're fired up for the NCAA finals. Um, the team race is a fun dynamic when it when it's close late, but when it's when it's close, yeah. But uh, like for this instance, the the crowd was awesome the entire time, ex- uh, except for one session, which is the um, session that's always the most poorly attended. So I, well, I would Saturday say Saturday morning. We're talking yes, about yes, Saturday morning. Yes, Saturday morning. Everyone's hammered, hungover. They don't show up. Yeah, especially Ben. Yeah. And- <laughs> um, hey, I mean, and it kind of to add to the point that you, I think you and I are making here, Christian is. People already get excited about duels. There's there yeah, were some was really say. freaking awesome. I'm not duels saying people won't get excited. I'm just well, saying hold on. we know, but but people were already excited, and the the duels literally had there was not a lot of meaning behind them, and they were already excited. So now, if you're like, hey, if we win this duel, we get into this national tournament, or we win this duel, we get seated higher, or whatever it is, man, uh, those duels are gonna be fire. Absolutely. It, it would be yeah. it would be huge. I, I promise you, they would be, be um, huge. 
Think of the energy. Yeah. I, it's just my it'll be, it'll just be imagine amazing. it was for all the marbles. That, it, it, yeah, it that's is. what I'm saying. It is for all the marbles. You're an, it you're is the, for all the marbles. No, you're because the, you're the dual champions. Yeah, but if yes. you say you lose, you go, yeah, but we can beat you at the individual tournament. And that no, proves the best team. You're not going to say that. Nah, you're going to want to win that. The individual will still hold yes. more weight. I'm not saying you won't want to win it. I'm not saying phone fans won't be interested. I'm just saying it holds more weight, and it's more exciting when there's more on the line, which is what happens when a dual champion is the only champion. No. I that think... cannot be denied. I mean, no. I, I deny yeah. it. <laughs> I also deny it. I, I, I don't think – I think you're wrong here, J.D. I think I think especially if, – so if they're – I think maybe if they're back-to-back, like we're talking – you know, which is not ideal, like a late February and then and then late March type thing, which is, you know, like I said, it's a terrible idea. We should never do that. Um, then maybe that would be the case because it's so soon, right? But if we separate them properly, like uh, let's say a mid-January and then uh, uh, mid-March-ish, people are not going to – they're going to say, that was freaking exciting. We want to win this thing. They're going to be jacked up. And then after that's over – now, some people might be poor sports about it and say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to beat you in two months, right? Like a, like a fourth grader See, might the say that. See, it's very cliche. Yes, like a fourth grader might say that. But listen, at the end of the day, they wanted to win the freaking one, and they're just being a damn poor sport because they lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I pays JD for a bad take. I'm just, I want to get some <laughs> And remember, so, remember when they had national duels? I do. We don't talk about those champions very much. We talk about the individual champions during that time period, the individual because, team champions. Yeah, we're at, we're at a different point in in wrestling right now. Yeah. And I and I and I did say I think I think it would be more popular now. We have to get the coaches on board, obviously the the, the main couple. Um, and I think an NCA sanctioning would be. I mean, that would be the one. Oh, that you really have to NCA like. sanction it. Yeah, yeah. For it to really be. How do we put some money in their pockets? Who's who, pockets? who is in charge? The NCA people who make these votes. Let's line their pockets a little bit, Mr. Well, Miles. I, I don't think they probably even care. It's probably Gre- grease, you gotta, grease some palms. You gotta here. get the Let's coaches. It's the coaches, I would imagine, that are the biggest uh and the power coaches don't want it. Yeah. I, Which is the most they are the most important. Man, <laughs> that they are it would be it to would get things do, done. They would do big numbers, big ratings. They do the best ratings. The greatest ratings. Hey. We we got to talk about rating. this man's hole in one statement. Did you see this, Ben? <laughs> no, what happened? Oh my goodness, it, it's so great. Uh, we don't, Wait, it's pretty Trump long, so we don't got to go through it. But that, Trump hit a hole in one and then released a presidential statement about no, he it. Didn't. Stop. Yes, he absolutely he absolutely it did. It's the greatest hole in one. Wow! It avoided three pieces of grass. It got in the hole. It dropped. I'm just gonna this read, isn't real. No, this is 100% real. I'm just going to read the oh. read the first sentence. Many people are asking, so I'll give it to you now. It is 100% true. Wow. <laughs> and then he goes on. Uh, it's it's <laughs> long, but... He was playing with oh Ernie Hells. It's just, you know, we only get, uh, you know, no, trickles of Trump content now. Yeah. So uh, someone asked, speaking of tasing, someone asked if, if I would hold your hand while you get tased. But I think that means I would also get the tase. I'm a man's well. man. I don't even hold my hand. You Give might. Though, break. You might. You might cry. Listen, I'm going to take it like a man. I'm going to stand there and let you tase me. No fear. No fear. Will you wear a no fear T-shirt? <laughs> that was a great brand. Nah. Unless we need to get me. no fear into wrestling. If they pay me, I'll consider wearing it. Would Rudis Remember make the, a no fear t-shirt? 
Could they get make a throwback? No. If fear. they if they get a collab going with the No Fear Eyes, that yeah. I think it would sell. Maybe. Did you ever have any No Fear? It's probably not really your generation. You probably got some. No, that was when I was a kid. They'd have the sleeveless mohawk, dyed blonde, No yeah. Fear Eyes. Yeah, it seems like JD yeah. would want to get his hands on some No Fear gear. Uh, no fear gear. No fear gear. Some, so two people asked the same question, which makes me think we have a burner uh, situation here because both the real Avery Lynch and Scorpion Surface asked the exact same question in the exact same way, punctuation, everything. What is your dream team of active wrestlers? You get one per weight. Now, I don't know if this means college um, or... What are, what are we talking about here? I don't even know what he's talking about. So I only asked well, this question to say... Re-ask the question, please, for next re, Tuesday. Re-ask the question better and uh one of one of the accounts and we'll do it okay little spidey boy thinks one one of the accounts will do it (laughs) one of the accounts you guys collaborate and and see which which you want to do uh how does alex marley stack up in the best to never win mix if my facts are correct he has a following four-time big 10 champ four-time all-american three wins over chenzo four wins over wick three times one seed at ncaa's i will say by your criteria that we talked about yesterday of guys we thought were gonna win that didn't He's up there because you think about the beginning of his career. Yeah, but you got to get close. You got to get close, guys. He never got. Did he make a semi? Yes. I'm I'm, I'm with with you. I think he's freshman year. I think he lost to uh, Imar in the semis as a freshman. Okay. But guys, he never never really got that close. I may not be right about that either. I actually thought, I mean, and this is literally the point. I've made this point many times now. And. But I was thinking about it from a historical standpoint. Has there any ever been anyone whose regular seasons and NCAA tournaments differed so vastly? I mean, if we think about the person he was during the regular season, we think about the person he was in NCAAs. Has there ever ever been a person who's? I mean, not not one time, all four freaking times that was that different. This dude started off his okay. So NCAAs his freshman year, he pinned Jacob Morrissey, then he pinned uh, Nick Wanzek. Then he beat Chad Walsh seven six, and then he did. So he was in the semis. He lost to Imar. I don't know if he ever made the semis again. I don't he think lost. he did because he lost Amina in the quarters, Lewis in the quarters, and Griffith in the quarters. Griffith in the quarters. Yeah. The real Avery Lynch is in the chat. Oh really? What about his other? What about Scorpion? Whatever his other handle is. <laughs> Does he have an answer for this? Okay. Um... Here's a question. This is for Ben Askren. If Missouri had an exclusive contract where all AWA alum went to Missouri, plus Missouri's current team, would your Kansas City plan to come to fruition for a 24-team national championship? Um. Yeah, I mean, we transfer Parker. I mean, so Clayton may, may get really good in the next couple of years. We're not sure where he's going to be at that point in time because um, it will be, be young in his career. If we transferred Parker, Keck guys in over, mm-hmm. that's a lot of points right there. So we'd go, let's see, it would go from the top. Elam, Elam, Parker, Peyton, Keegan, um, 57. We I don't know if we have anyone from AWA who's going to challenge for a 57 high placing. Oh, we need to recruit someone fast. Yeah. Uh, by 2020, by 2024, because that's really soon, right? So David Carr's think, name's getting thrown around. Maybe you can get him who? an A David Carr. You can get him an AWA affiliation. 
I don't want to do a, a false uh, a false claim on okay. someone. Uh, but then we go. I mean, who knows? Maybe you know, Colin Robudo has made some really insane jumps in the in the last year. Or so, by in two more years, maybe he makes some more really really large jumps. So you um, claim him, Colin? He lived with my brother for fifteen months. Yeah, okay. and Max lived. Honestly, when Max lived with uh, the real Budos, I don't think Colin even wrestled. Yeah. Okay. So how do you? Well, that kind of that kind of that doesn't make it. Well, he he came and lived with Max for fifteen months, and he worked he worked at AWA oh then okay lessons. got it got it yeah of course I count we count him all right he counts big time yeah big time they, um, they say he's getting a lot better oh my god I mean yeah I mean if you look at his freshman season at Brown compared to what he did this year it's yeah his improvement so then you got Mahler um, Edmund maybe he goes down to forty one uh who else you got in there 30 we need we need a 33 here's the problem i have actually have this theory because we don't make anyone cut weight we get no small guys like we literally don't have small people at awa at the mm-hmm. littlest they grow into like a middleweight like a 38 45 52 you got to tap into that one community in wisconsin the haunchies no. <laughs> that's because you don't want and we told you years ago to what start awa haunchy and you won't do we it barely get we barely get any small people. We have like, no, they're all big. They all grow. I don't know what to tell you. O'Toole was a small guy. He was like a 91 pounder in eighth grade. Uh, Mako was really small. And they just get big. I don't know what to tell you. They don't, they don't stop Corn growing. Fed, we don't like cheese fed Wisconsin. You, you have all these pizza parties. What? You said you ordered, had to order 20 extra pizzas for your oh, pizza God. party. I, did you see that picture? So I had no idea. Amy got mad at me. She's like, you need to RSVP. And I'm like, it's 2 p.m. Starts in like three hours. We ain't going to RSVP. We're just going to wing it. You know, some of the parents like Monty Beal. Monty Beal gets a little mad because I'm not I'm not organized enough sometimes. But it's like, I'm going to have a pizza party. I don't know how many people want to show up. So we ordered 20 pizzas. It wasn't nearly enough. It was like one slice per kid. Oh, my gosh. Then we ordered 20 more. Everyone was happy. All right, 40 Works pizzas. Out. 40 pizzas, and we had some brownies and some cheese sticks or something like that. That was just one academy. That wasn't even all of them. My gosh. That was a singular. No wonder you don't have any lightweights. <laughs> but for real, for real, though, we don't. We encourage like almost no weight cutting. Um, and so literally, we, we really don't have barely any small people. Like There's a couple, but not a lot. Um, and now I have a group of eighth graders who are really small at my specific academy. So now I'm very curious, like, are they going to stay small? Or are they going to get big too? Uh, how big are their parents? That is often a good indicator. They're not, they're not large. They're not large. They're not large okay. people. Yeah. Well, there, so, maybe there's we'll something see. to it. Yeah. Hey, I told, I told Spay about the Tigers at 57. He said, that was a test. You passed. Well done. So, <laughs> Spay keeps uh, us on our Spay. toes. He's very good. Toes. I like it. All right, we're going to go. We hope you guys had a great Thursday. Have a great Thursday. There's so much Thursday yet to occur. We'll be back next wow. Tuesday. Christian, I just scrolled all the way down to the dock. Avery Lynch did not even change his punctuation. That's what I'm saying. Jeez Louise. Say, come on. Come on, Avery Lynch. Worse than Ab- uh, Ali Abdulaziz. Oh, I don't know this story. That's He's the MMA manager that gets caught... Uh, posting on people's accounts that he forgets to uh, change out of his own. What a legend. All right. Shout out to him. Shout out to you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back. Have a great time. If you're wrestling at Folkstyle Nationals or the Recruiting Showcase or Bill Farrell or any of the any other events that are happening in Iowa this weekend. Good luck to AWA guys. 
have a pizza oh, yeah. party for your great victories. And uh, we should have a pizza party now, JD. Great success. Great success. I like. All right. See you guys. Thank you. Yeah.